0: This is the Jerry Callahan show. Right, congratulations to the U uh, S soccer team, not just the men, the women, the women made millions yesterday because the men beat Iran. We were, uh, a little torn on who to root for because the, uh, Iranian guys, they seem like nice guys. They refused to sing the anthem. Uh, they lost. Now, uh, uh, rest in peace, fellas. Right now, as we speak, they're being lined up against the wall and shot. Uh, but uh, a, another uh, dreadfully dull game. But hey, USA, I'm like Joe Biden. I'm very excited about soccer. I'm going to pretend, pretend I'm all in because we beat Iran. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about that. Also, if you were still wavering on the DeSantis-Trump matchup, for the uh, GOP nomination, I'm telling you, I feel like uh, the question should be put to rest this week. We know what Trump did, we have the latest on that. Trump was set up like a mother, and uh, he's still talking about uh, stolen elections and and everything else, while DeSantis came out strong against the uh, Chinese Communist Party and the crackdown in that country. Why is it up to a governor? of Florida to do this. Where is Mitch McConnell? Where are all the Republicans? We'll tell you where they were. They were home. They were, they were in DC talking about uh, Trump's meeting with anti-Semites, something wrong there. Uh, We have the latest on Sam Britton. That would be the luggage thief in the Biden administration. He's on suspension, but on leave paid leave. The guy (laughs) that this scoundrel, I'm going to tell you right now. He will do no jail time. He will not get fined. He will not get. Uh, he will not get uh, fired. That is what you call liberal privilege. Uh, does not everyone enjoys that? But Whole Foods is uh, banning Maine lobster, and you're not going to believe why. This is so outrageous. We got uh, the details on that, and uh, Dr. Fauci—big surprise! Dr. Fauci doesn't doesn't uh, have a big problem with the crackdown in China, his friends in China, and neither do lots of. You're not hearing much from lots of Democrats, and I'm going to explain to you why they are all they are a-okay with what's happening in China, and they would love to do it here. I have the uh, I have the proof. I will show you. We will discuss. On today's Callahan show brought to you by Omaha steaks. I know what you're doing. I know what you're thinking. You're saying I got to get shot, but I got things. I got things to buy. I got people to buy for it. I don't know what to do. I got an answer for you. Omaha steaks. You can achieve gifting greatness. When you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, delicious Omaha steaks, the steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. I've gotten this before, Omaha Steaks, and I'm telling you, it is an awesome gift. Everybody loves it. You can't go wrong. Go to omahasteaks.com, use code word Jerry at checkout to get an extra $30 off. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early, beat the shopping rush, go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code Jerry at checkout. It's a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the best. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code Jerry at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. All right, we're all, I was gonna paint my face, you know, red, white, and blue today, cause I'm all in, I'm a big uh, soccer guy now. I sat there for what felt like about six hours watching the second half yesterday of the US's triumph, triumph over Iran. And all I'm gonna say is, is it really that big a deal? We beat Iran, we, we tied Wales, right? We tied, no, we beat, who do we, we we tied Wales and England, right? Tied Wales, tied England, beat two, Iran. The two, reason two it was goals, a big deal is because
1: we got to move on. Two goals three games. Yeah. Two
0: goals and three yep. games, which is awesome. I, I understand it's awesome. Two goals and 9 million flops. <laughs> I, I found it amazing. I was watching, saying they're still doing this. They're still just flopping every play and faking their injuries. The captain of the U.S., this or whatever his name, Pulsivir, Pulsivik. he 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 scored the only goal yesterday, and on the play he got hurt. And he they're so into this flopping thing, this embellishing. He went to the hospital. I mean, they don't half-ass this flopping thing. They are all in. And then he was posting uh, photos or Instagram uh, from uh, from the hospital bed in in Qatar, being treated with a pelvic bruise. I'm just going to make a prediction for Saturday. First of all, we're going to win. We're get, going against the Netherlands. We're going to win, but he's going to play and he's going to be fine because uh, he's, he's a, he's a soccer guy. It's tough. He bounces back, but here's how the flopping here's, I'll tell you why the flopping has gone way too far is the Iranian guy flopped on that last, they had a chance to score in the last minute of extra time or whatever they call that. And he flopped. He went into the goalie and he pretended the guy behind him pulled him down. If he didn't, if he wasn't so, concerned with flopping, determined to flop, he might have scored the tying goal and they might have advanced, eliminating the U.S. I was, I was as I half-jokingly said on the show the other day, I'm not sure I'm rooting for the U.S. because the Iranian guys seem like like good guys. Hell, they were all you know, hugging and kissing and humping each other's legs after the game. The U.S. players were, uh, were consoling their Iranian counterparts uh, there's the captain here from his uh, from his hotel hotel hus- hospital bed, being traded for a fake injury. Uh, but the uh, Iranian guys seem like decent guys. They refused to sing the anthem earlier in the tournament, and the uh, Iranian government threatened them with torture, uh, threatened to torture their families if they did it again. They didn't uh, sit out. They they sang the anthem, I believe, just to spare their their family's sure death. But then they lost the game, and now they have to go back to Tehran, and I'm guessing it isn't going to go well for these fellas. So I, I feel bad for them. I, I, I think everyone feels bad for them, but at the same time, we saw video of and heard audio of people in Iran celebrating the U.S.'s victory over Iran. So there's real unrest in that country. Obviously, we're rooting for the uh, for the for the people. Just like in China, we're rooting for the oppressed citizens of that country, but I don't have a good feeling about the near future of these iranian players maybe maybe they they'll 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 say they gave it uh gave it their best they gave a good effort but i'm gonna guess we're not gonna see from see much of those fellows uh much longer but uh the the here's 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 an interesting uh little tidbit from uh yesterday's uh, um result and the fact that the U S is advancing to the next round to play the Netherlands. Uh, by the way, we have, we have 330 million people. We played Wales to a tie. Wales has 3 million people. Wales is the size of Utah. Then we played England, which has 67 million people. And we tied. Finally we play Iran, which has 85 million and we beat them one, nothing just barely. Is this really a great, showing for the US. I'm just asking. I'm not a big soccer guy. I'm just asking. Uh but I'm not sure I would have been rooting as hard for the US if I'd known this, but uh because of you of the victory uh yesterday, the US make they make money. There's real money here as we learned yesterday. Ronaldo, I believe it's Ronaldo, signed a contract with Saudi Arabia, 207 million a year. <laughs> $207 million a year to play in Saudi Arabia. I'm not sure. You know <laughs> Whatever. I don't even know who they play. Do they play other countries? Does he play in the country of Saudi Arabia? Like the, the, the greatest player in the world is going to play in Saudi Arabia. But I guess, you know, he's got the money and, uh, that's what it's all about. But, uh, Here's uh, here's what happened after yesterday's game. The U.S. Advanced, the U.S. MNT, that's the men's team, earned $13 million as a team, but they only get half the 13. Would you care to guess who gets the other half, Ironhead? There's uh, the, the, a $13 million payout to the U.S. men, to the guys we saw <laughs> score two goals in three games, the guys we saw just eek past Iran. They get $13 million. I'm going like go to guess like the coaching staff and stuff. Coaching staff, the trainers, you know,
1: the people that help them get there, the people that,
0: you know. No, that would be the USWNT, the women's, the women's team. Uh, what's her name? The uh, Megan Rapino. The- Megan Rapino, Megan Rapino, and the girls get half the the money. Uh, That is just insane. But that's that's soccer. Soccer is very woke. They're very woke, as we know. As another reason I have trouble rooting for the U.S. is that coach who refuses to wear the team colors, the country's colors. There's no red, white and blue. He's too cool for that. He wears a black T-shirt that says states on it. I don't know what kind of statement that is, but I, I I have trouble rooting for that guy, but they win half the money goes to a, a deal was recently signed a collective bargaining agreement that says the prize money from world cup is paired to get was pulled together and split evenly among the two teams. Uh, the U S uh, women's team won each of the last two women's world cup, which is, it's quite an accomplishment. There's like six teams in the tournament. The women they don't have, you know, like Iran doesn't even let them women play soccer, so they don't have a team. Uh, but they won the last two. In 2015, the women earned two million dollars. <laughs> the men earned 13 just for winning these, just for advancing past this stage. Uh, the the women earn more money by watching yesterday's game than they've earned. Total for winning the last two World Cups, they won two million in 2015 and they won four million in 2019. Total of six million. They won six and a half million for just watching the U.S. men outlast the Iranians yesterday. So that's how it works in soccer. Uh, The the total prize money for this World Cup in Qatar is four hundred and forty million dollars. That's 310 million more than the women. Total women, uh, total prize for the women in the last World Cup in 2019. If the men shock the Netherlands on Saturday, uh, then they'll get millions more, and the women will get half. Megan Rapinoe, it's about time she has overcome. They get money for nothing, as Dire Straits sang, money for nothing. If the U.S wins the world cup, they get 42 million, the men 42 million. I don't even know how many men are on the team. Uh, I don't even understand the whole substitution thing. Why you don't get to substitute. And sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, but whatever Um, they get 42 million. The women get half. (laughs) They get, if the men win the tournament, the women get $21 million. Now, do the men Uh, get any of their money if they win? Uh, Yeah. If they win, well, they did. They got half. I guess they're going to, this is, this is the new arrangement. So the women oh. win, they get 2 million bucks. The men win, they get 42 million, but everyone uh, shares it evenly, but we'll be uh, watching Saturday morning. I did. I mean, it is, it's, it's boring. It's tedious. Here's the biggest problem I have with soccer is when one team scores, say, say they score two goals. It's just over. I mean, they just, they just play defense and it's <laughs> over. You can't come back from that. The whole thrill of sports is the, the greatest thrill is great comebacks, you know, great comeback, fourth quarter comebacks in the NFL. Those are uh, you know, what makes it so entertaining. Watching Tom Brady up seven in the last minute lose the other day was very entertaining. You don't, I don't see that in soccer where a team goes up to nothing and the other team comes back. There's not nearly enough scoring. There's not nearly enough, sh- uh, enough shots there's just a lot of kicking it around and, and you know what, I guess there's a lot of strategy involved, but uh, uh, it looks, it looks like a fun game to play. I remember playing it in gym class in sixth grade. It was fun, but uh, sitting and watching for like two hours and just back and forth and no goals, no shots. I'm sorry. It's uh, once, I guess once every four years we could sit down and root for the U S but uh, uh, like watching this every day, like going to a you, whatever it is, the, MLS game. I can't imagine a, a rig. The only reason this is entertaining is because it's so important. You know, it's people are being executed today because of yesterday's result. That, that that's real. You know, consequence. I mean, something really on the line. But uh, to watch this like on a regular basis, don't see it. Don't I've, see it. I've watched
1: all three games so far, and I will say I haven't completely hated it. Um, But it is like, you know, the biggest stage of all. Like, I'm not going to a revolution
0: game. (laughs) Here's why sports, here's what makes being a sports fan enjoyable. What makes it fun is the consequences. What's on the line. That's why baseball sucks uh, right now. Because this, I mean, a game in June, July, there's nothing. There's no, nothing really on the line. There's no pressure. Watching a sport, an athlete under great pressure, is the best thing about watching sports. And it's almost irrelevant what the sport is. If I don't care if you're a golf fan. If you watch the Ryder Cup or the Masters mm-hmm. on, the, on Sunday, it's intense. You get to look in a guy's eyes as he's performing under great pressure. That's why the Super Bowl or the national championship in college football is so great. It's watching young men perform under unbelievable pressure. That's what this is. It's a boring sport, let's be honest. But when it's in the World Cup and they're hold you know, is there's so much on the line, their reputations, their their future, it's all on the line. And every time the ball goes near the net, you know, the whole world is holding their breath. That's interesting. I'm I'm with you. It wasn't it wasn't that dull because there is so much on the line. Again, the sports almost they could be playing lawn darts, but when you have that much on the line, it becomes riveting, especially near the end, even though you don't know exactly when it's gonna end which is another issue, that whole whatever extra time. It makes no sense. The most fun thing is watching a clock wind down in a basketball game or a football game and knowing they got 10 seconds, five, Then you don't know it. So it's just one guy. Yeah, that's the ref knows it. Everyone else is just kind of guessing. Geez, when's this gonna end?
1: Yeah, that's the best part. Is after ninety minutes, someone's just like, I don't know, like ten minutes. <laughs> how, much, how much? time? We'll find out. Let's ask
0: the ref how much time. But uh, they gotta, they gotta find a way to have more scoring, more scop- scoring opportunities, and less flopping. The amazing thing is they're still doing the flopping. The whole world is just like laughing at them, and they still do it. And then you and and I understand before you had like instant replay. But now, guys, we get to see the replay. You look ridiculous when you're acting like you just got shot by a sniper, and then you get up 10 seconds later and you play on. It to, doesn't work. So what's be the f- point of flopping if nobody buys it, to if be nobody f- believes
1: it? Yeah, to be fair, though, for the Iranian players, they could have been actually getting shot by their government at the
0: end. That's true. After That's the game a was good on. point by you, Aaron, Had A rare good point. But I'm telling you, watch that last play again, the last scoring opportunity they had. The guy was too busy flopping to finish the play. He should have gone after the ball and kicked it in the net, tied the game. Instead, he, uh, one of the Americans put his hand on his shoulder. So he said, this is a good opportunity to, to go down and flop and hope for a call. They didn't get it. Of course, it was the last, whatever, 20 seconds of the game. But they're, they're, it's, it's just so much a part of the game. Any anytime a guy goes near him, they're saying, how can I embellish here? How can I pretend that I'm hurt? And it's just so tedious. I can't believe they still do it. At some point, the people who, you know, run this stupid sport have to say, can we just forget all the flopping and play on people are not, people are laughing at us, but I don't know, maybe it's too ingrained. Maybe it's just part of the game, part of the sport. But anyway, congratulations to the U.S team congratulations to the U.S women's team uh, and uh, and uh, our condolences to the to the late you uh, Iranian team it's it's sad I wonder if we're gonna get like actual reports that they've been imprisoned or have their like feet chopped off or their families were killed or they're in, like slave labor camps but uh, that's that's how you know there was a lot on the line and congratulations to Ronaldo I think. I don't even know the difference. Which is it, Ronaldo or Messi? I don't know the difference. I know they're the two big stars.
1: Uh, Ronaldo's the one. He and it says he hasn't signed yet, but it, it looks like he's going to for like you said, two hundred and seven million a year. Two hundred and seven
0: million a year. Uh, I guess. the Saudis got it and I guess it's their sport and they want to want to see the best. So, uh, you know, why not? Good luck to them. I don't want to hear any more complaints about how Patrick Mahomes is, uh, overpaid or Josh Allen. Uh, if this guy's making 207 million a year, but, uh, we'll be watching, I guess somewhat, I don't know, Saturday against the Netherlands, except there's no hate for the Netherlands. Is there, I mean, it's not like Iran or even or even England. This just feels like there's no rivalry there. There's no real, but whatever. We'll the see, United we'll States see what is happens. giant
1: underdogs, though. Who is the U.S.? Yeah. Well, um, oh, you have you been betting on these games? No. I I asked Montante. I was like, hey, what do you got on this? And he's like, I, he 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 thinks he knows soccer, and it appears he loses everything. So,
0: so you're not. Let me get this straight. You're not betting on this because you don't know soccer, but you're betting on NFL games. When you have twelve straight losing uh, weeks,
1: yeah, yeah, to yeah. have
0: that, right. yep. and you're like seventeen games below five hundred—that's the sport you know. Correct. But you don't want to bet on the sport you don't know. Yeah, the, I just uh, can't imagine betting if there's a point spread. I mean, is there a point spread that's more than like one? There's, there's <laughs> no spreads. It's just Netherlands is um,
1: minus one ten to win, plus two forty for a draw, and the U.S. is plus three
0: fifty to win. All right. Why don't you bet? Like we put 10 bucks. I'll give you five. We'll we'll both bet on the US. Right. Uh, but all right, let's let's move on. There's so much going on here. We got we got a loaded show. I I want to get to this DeSantis thing because I find this fascinating. There is an issue here. There is a, a an issue that is being handed to the Republicans on a platter. It is the uprising in China. And uh how you cannot come out forcefully right now and say, especially. When you saw such a meek, weak, pathetic statement from the White House, the White House is beholden to China. We know that personally, and we know that politically, uh, Joe Biden is not going to offend his paymasters in China. They're they 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 have a uh, they're compromised. So you take advantage of that if you're a Republican, if you're Mitch McConnell or Kevin McCarthy, or the governor of uh, the state of Florida. You say. This is wrong. We support the uh, protesters. Uh, We we must do everything we can. We must force. We we must, I don't say force. We must encourage uh, American companies like Apple to support the protesters, like the NBA to come out and say we're with the protesters. This is about uh, freedom, which is our bedrock principle in this country. This is not about business, Tim Cook or Adam Silver. Uh you don't sell out your country here. You support the protesters, you support our uh our way of life here. this is what we do when people rise up in anywhere in Iran, in uh in uh in Canada, <laughs> in in China, we support freedom and liberty. Well, I was watching yesterday, if you missed it, I just took little uh you know uh, uh, buzz you know, buzz around the internet, see what the guys are saying. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, not a bad idea. Was down at the border talking about border security, asking Biden to join him at the border. Not a bad idea. I'll, I'll give him a pass. What was Mitch McConnell talking about? Oh, anti-Semitic guests at Trump's house. This is another reason this was so stupid of Donald Trump. It just handed an issue, not just to his opponents and, you know, in this Case I would consider DeSantis one of his opponents, uh, but hand an issue to the media which hate him, and 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 they turn around as as Maggie in the New York Times did said said oh DeSantis still hasn't commented on who Trump had over his house for Thanksgiving like DeSantis has gives a damn I mean he's going to talk about that no you want him to talk about it but he's not which is why DeSantis is the man uh, Trump uh, by the way before we get to DeSantis and China. I want to and I know I did this Monday explained why Trump is a fool and a and a and a clown for a let, letting these scumbags into his house. It's 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 amazing that this was the former president. I mean a guy that you expect to have security, a guy that you expect to have some kind of supporters, uh, you know, some kind of system where he would um uh, vet, any guests? This is Donald Trump. I can't think of anybody, in, you know, including Joe Biden, that people would would uh, want to kill more, you know, or hurt more. These guys were in no threat to kill him, but they were there for a reason. Kanye West, Nick Fuentes, Milo Yiannopoulos showed up at his house for a reason. It is to hurt him, to damage him. Trump lets them in, you know, hangs out with them, talks to them, Praises Fuentes because Fuentes was kissing his ass apparently, but this is from Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos from two years ago. If you don't know, Milo Yiannopoulos is this lunatic gay guy who kind of got canceled by every everyone you know—Twitter, Facebook, you know, you name it—PayPal because he defended pedophilia at one point. He's he's a he's an anti-Semite. He says are, 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 now he is. He's a former gay guy. He says he's seen the light. He's no longer gay and being gay is a choice. I don't know. I've seen him. I've heard him talk. I think he's still gay, but whatever. (laughs) He's he's a pariah to say the least. Uh, On Parler, uh, this was two years ago, he said it's his goal in life to destroy Donald Trump. He wrote on Parler that he wants to, quote, burn the Republican Party to the effing ground. Trump's SCOTUS appointments were pointless. We defended a selfish clown for nothing. I lost everything to put Trump in office. My life and career were completely destroyed. Was it worth it? No, I feel utterly betrayed. I will have my vengeance. I am dedicating the rest of my life to the destruction of the Republican Party. Um, That guy was invited into Trump's house. I just Googled it. 20 minutes ago and I can read what Yiannopoulos had to say about Trump, about the Republican party. I, yesterday we Googled and and you could find this, right? I, I should have told you before, find Nick Fuentes, Google Nick Fuentes baking cookies and get the audio, the video. The other guy he let in Nick Fuentes has literally denied the Holocaust. I mean, he's made all kinds of anti-Semitic statements. He's boasted about being anti-Semitic, uh, you know, about being racist and every. I mean, he's just scum, absolute scum. I mean, anybody who pays any attention to this stuff knows Nick Nick Fuentes is a bad guy. He's Twenty-four years old, he's still young. Maybe he can uh, turn his life around, but he jokes about the Holocaust and and about the Holocaust being made up because he couldn't bake 6 million cookies. How could you bake 6 million people? He actually says this again. You could Google it. You could hear it. Trump let these two characters in his house. And why? Because the lunatic who he's friends with Kanye West vouched for them, brought them with him. Okay, great. If it's, I don't know if it's Don jr bringing these two or, 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 you know, Ivanka, that's one thing it's Kanye West. You trust this guy's, as a character reference, this lunatic anti-Semite, you've seen him, you've heard him talk about the Jews and the Jews controlling Hollywood. And you let that guy into your house and you let him bring two people. And I know, I believe Trump didn't know all about Fuentes or Milo. But that's, is that better than knowing and letting them in? I guess it's better than being naive and stupid and being, uh, being punked and trolled like this. They, they used you, they set you up in your own home. (laughs) I'm sorry. There's just no good excuse for this. Trump, uh, went off yesterday. I think he went off yesterday. Uh, uh, talked about this. He said, uh, uh he had no idea who these guys were. And I, I guess I believe him because even Trump, there's as much n- as he loved celebrity, wouldn't let these people in if he actually knew who they were. I don't think.
1: <laughs> there is for now. Yeah, there's no way he does not know who Milo Yiannopoulos was. He was like one of the biggest right. wing not know. Guys. Trump's
0: a little I mean, is he is he famous enough with Trump? You gotta be famous. Back and then it, Trump's yeah, not like a news junkie. Um here's his Trump. This is from the daily mail today. He says Donald Trump was left enraged after having dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Kanye West and white supremacist Nick Fuentes. Trump told Fox news Tuesday, he says, I've never heard of the man. I had no idea what his views were. They weren't expressed at the table in our very quick dinner, or he wouldn't have been accepted in. Of course, what else is he going to say? Uh, West said he told Trump, he was considering running for president. He wanted Trump to be his running mate. Uh, after the dinner, according to NBC News, tr- Trump was infuriated. He tried to F me. He's crazy. He can't beat me. I believe that. He can't beat you. He can't be president. He's, a, he's an anti-Semite and a, and a psycho. Uh, b- but that's not the point. You're the guy that, that sits so down with him he's so enamored of celebrity and West is a huge celebrity that he let him in. It was a setup and you fell for it. I, I, again, that's better than, you know, knowing them and saying, let's come in and talk about the Jews. But it's not very, uh, it's not a very good sign that the president, the former president who wants to be president again, let these clowns in his home on Thanksgiving and had a good time with them and then found out, find out found out afterwards that he was set up, he was punked, he was made the fool that's not a good thing donald I'm, I don't care and then what, what did he uh, he was posting uh uh well get get his true social post uh yesterday after DeSantis did what a leader does, spoke out for freedom and liberty and 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 spoke out uh against the Chinese Communist Party, something you're not hearing enough of. Again, is what's happening right now with Musk, with Apple, with China, is a golden opportunity for Republicans to to stand up and speak out. And you're not hearing it, except from a governor, not a, not a senator. Senator, the head of the you know, Senate, the minority leader, Mitch McConnell, was busy ripping Trump. You had a bunch of other senators, including Mitt Romney and Susan Collins, voting for the Defense of Marriage Act, which is a, a, again, a setup. You've been set up, Mitt Romney. This has nothing to do with defending marriage. It has nothing to do with gay marriage. It has to do with attacking institutions they don't like. I don't want to get sidetracked, but I will, I will take credit. I said, I don't know, five, six years ago, when the whole gay marriage wave went across this country. I said, you watch within 10 years, it will be illegal for Catholic churches to not perform gay weddings. I stand by that. That is the point of this. This is a battle. One battle in the culture war. They want it because of useful idiots cucks like Mitt Romney and Joni Ernst and Susan Collins, they went along with the Democrats. They're going to codify gay marriage, which is wonderful. No one's stopping any gay person from getting married anywhere in the country. It wasn't necessary to assure that. We know that. So why was it necessary? So they can go after their enemies, which would be the church, which would be Catholic schools, religious institutions. They're coming. You think they're going to stop with bakers that won't bake your cake? No, no they are coming for the church get ready they're going to try to re- uh, revoke the tax free tax exempt status of churches not all churches not mosques or or black churches down south but catholic churches they're coming for them and they can and and when it happens you can thank mitt romney and susan collins and the rest of these cucks in the senate that's what they were busy with yesterday helping the the left helping the democrats push their agenda and ripping Trump for hosting anti-Semites. That's fine. You want to rip Trump? He deserves it. Meanwhile, the governor of that state didn't care. He didn't fall for this. I'm I'm sure the media was barraging with requests for comment about Trump having dinner with anti-Semites. What did uh, DeSantis do? He stood up and went after the Chinese. This is, this is the way this is how it's done. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I support him more. I'm, I'm a bigger fan today than I was three days ago because he ignored, I, I guarantee you. He's whole his secretary, press secretary, his old PR office has a thousand messages from the New York times and NBC news and Washington post and all the other uh, Democrat operatives with press passes saying, what does the governor have to say? It was in his state. Donald Trump ate with dinner with uh, white supremacist Holocaust deniers. What does he have to say? And you know what he says? Suck it. I'm busy. I'm running a state. I'm defending freedom. You know, leave, we're not going to fall. We're not going to play your game. That's what we need. God bless him. Let's uh, listen to Ron DeSantis. Yes. Is this him talking about the Chinese? Yes. Excellent. Let's listen to a real leader yesterday.
1: I just want to make a comment about what we've been seeing going on in China. Uh, This zero-COVID policy uh, is draconian, uh, it violates people's liberties, and it is completely unscientific. And the people of China are right to be able to speak out and protest against what the Chinese Communist Party is doing. This CCP has a maniacal desire to exert total control over its population. Zero COVID is really just the pretext for them to do what they want to do anyways. And that is not a model uh, that can work over the long term. The people in China are finally speaking out uh, against it. And, and I just think we need these draconian uh, COVID policies to go to the ash heap of history where they belong.
0: That is how it's done right there. That is how it's done. That's what you should have heard from the president. I mean, he's not capable of making a, a, st- a statement that uh, coherent. Uh, that's what you should have heard from Mitch McConnell, from Kevin McCarthy. That's what you sh- should have heard from everyone in Washington, Republican or Democrat they're, they're, they're hedging their bets because they're all compromised. We know that now, especially uh, you know, Biden. But it's, it's amazing that you don't hear that from corporate America, which are compromised. Hell, as, as we talked about yesterday, Apple, the biggest co- company in the world, is on the side of the tyrants. They're on the side of Xi Jinping. They want to crush this uprising. They want to. They're all in locking people in their apartments and starving them and, and killing them. If it's, if it's good for business, they're all in. They're not an American company. They're a global company. And and have we heard anything from Adam Silver? Anything from LeBron James? Anything from Steve Kerr? That fraud? Anything from Greg Papa Anything from Popovich? You know, that he's always, anytime there's a you know police shooting or a mass shooting, Steve Kerr and Popovich start ripping this country, pissing all over this country. They have anything to say about what's happening in China? Of course not. Of course not, because they're Gigi Pig's little bitches. And that's the way they've been for years. In fact, is I, 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 you can look. I, I don't hear anyone speaking out as uh, forcefully as Ron DeSantis. Again, Trump's busy trying to explain why he let anti-Semites in his house. Uh, McConnell's busy going after Trump. You know? uh, Mitt Romney's busy bending over. For the, uh, for the far left, I mean, there's, there's no leaders out there except this man, this great man in, uh, in Florida. I think it was a big win. I'm going to tell you why the average Democrat, we, go, we got Fauci, uh, yeah, let's do Fauci, Fauci explaining. We know Fauci loves the lockdowns. We know he would love to do what the Chinese Communist Party's doing. He would love to do that here. He, would like, he's, he still thinks, you know, maybe we should close schools again shut down businesses. He doesn't care. He's gotten rich. He's gotten powerful. He doesn't care how many people it hurts, how many people it kills. He's all in on these authoritarian measures, but he can't even hide it. Listen to him talk about uh, what they're doing in China and he qualifies it. It's like, it depends, you know, why they're doing it. Wait, they're locking people in their apartments. Some of them are starving to death. They're, some of them are burning alive. You know, they—they're not allowed to go to the grocery store to the get get medicine. Uh, they're, 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 they've turned Shanghai into the world's biggest prison camp. You you think that's that depends, doctor? You think that depends on why they're doing it? Let's listen to this clown, this evil little elf. Go ahead. The China's official news agency today published
1: an op-ed asserting that the country's strict COVID measures are scientific and effective. Are are they? Well, when you want to shut down uh, in order
0: to interrupt immediately a process that's going on like the spread of infection, there should be a purpose to it. Like you want to make sure you get enough ventilators or enough PPE or you want to get your population vaccinated. The comment that I made about their severe uh, um, actions that they've taken is that you have to have an end game. What's the purpose? If the purpose is, let's get all the people vaccinated, particularly the elderly, then okay for a temporary period of time to do that. But they have very, very strict type of a lockdown. They're locking people in their homes, which is really, they can't even go out and... But as long as
1: they stick them with needles and give them this unproven vaccine.
0: if, If the purpose is to get everyone vaccinated if that's the purpose, then it's okay to burn them alive in their apartments. He is such a, he looks with such envy at what they're doing. You know, his friends in China do scientists over here. We know them. We yeah, we know them. We support them. We fund them. They create viruses that kill a million Americans and you still can't condemn them. He is such a snake. Uh, I'm going to tell you why you're not going to hear any Democrats, including this hack. This this is an amazing thing. I was reading this. This is a Rasmussen poll uh, from uh, January. This is from January this year. This is from 10, nine, uh, when, uh, 10 11 months ago. And I, I heard someone mention it and I had to look it up because I couldn't believe it. This is from less than a year ago. This is from uh, a poll by Rasmussen of like thousands of uh, Americans and it breaks it down by party. Uh, this is. Um, of voters said they would oppose a proposal for federal or state governments to fine Americans who choose not to get vaccinated. However, 55% of Democrats support such a proposal, just 19% of Republicans. 55% of Democrats support allowing the federal or state government to fine you if you didn't get uh, the vaccine gets better. 59% of Democrats would favor a government policy requiring citizens to remain confined to their homes at all times if they refuse to get the vaccine. Let me repeat, 59% of Democrats would favor a government policy that would confine you to your home if you don't get vaccinated. Uh, uh, 79% of Republicans oppose that nearly half, 48% of Democrats think federal and state governments should be able to fine or imprison individuals who publicly question the efficacy of the, of the vaccines on social media, television, radio, or online digital publications. Half of Democrats think you should be fined or imprisoned for questioning. This was in January when we knew They didn't stop the spread. (laughs) This is bizarre. We live amongst people who who look in with envy at what the Chinese Communist Party are doing and say, why don't we live like that? That's only 14% of Republicans support that. Gets better, gets better. 45% of Democrats favor governments requiring citizens to temporarily live in designated facilities if they refuse to get the vaccine. That's 45% want to put People in camps, if they don't get vaccinated, that would be you, Ironhead. You'd be uh, in, uh, probably help you, you know, lose a little weight, and put you in a concentration camp. I think that, you know, there's an upside. I'm always looking at the bright side. There's an upside to everything. Yeah, slim, fast, one out of business. So that's the next best thing. 78% of Republicans oppose it. That, that's amazing that that, that that many Republicans support that. Uh, While two-thirds of likely voters would be against governments using digital devices to track unvaccinated people to ensure they are quarantined, 45% of Democrats favor a government tracking program for those who don't get the COVID vaccine. So they want the government to track you and put you in camps. This is less than a year ago. I don't know that many of these people, but they're out there. How far are Democrats willing to go, Uh, Rasmussen writes? 29% of Democrat voters support temporarily removing parents' custody of their children if they refuse to take the vaccine. Ah, That makes sense. These people are insane. And you think they have a problem with locking people in their apartments or not letting them leave the city or spraying them down with disinfectant, as we've seen in China? This is, there's millions of our friends and neighbors, our our fellow Americans who look at that and say, why not? If it stops the spread, if Fauci thinks it's a good idea, they want to, uh, that they want 20, so what's the number? 29% uh, want to take away children from parents who don't get vaccinated. Yeah, it's true. The, the, The commenter points out in Massachusetts, those numbers are probably twice that. They want, they look at you. This is, again, not in February of 2020 or July or September. This is last January, 10, how many months ago? 10 months ago, that that 29% of Democrats want to take the children away from unvaccinated adults. And we think, or I think, I look at this and I say every American is offended by what's happened in China, is pissed, is disgusted. It's not true. There's plenty like Fauci, probably like John Kerry, probably like Ed Markey and Liz Warren and Ayanna Pressley. Look at that and say, oh, we should do that. Stops the spread. Zero COVID sounds like a noble goal. Oh, it never ends. It never ends. Uh, right here. Yeah. Let's get to that tweet. This, I mentioned this yesterday. This is from a high ranking official. This is amazing. Again, I didn't see a lot of coverage of this in the mainstream media. In fact, I mentioned to you yesterday, I was having trouble finding it. I heard someone mention it. I said, where is this? Shouldn't this be a, a headlines and everywhere? This is from a, what's her, tag? check her bio. It's a, it's, a, it's a Chinese government official. Her, uh, her Twitter handle spokesperson, CHN. Her name is Huai Ying. This is an actual government official for the Chinese Communist Party tweeting this yesterday as they have this uprising in China. The price of freedom in the U.S., one million COVID deaths, plus 40,000 gun deaths, plus 107,622 fentanyl deaths in 21, 2021 alone. The American people deserve something far better than that. What we want is to protect our people's lives and ensure them a better life. Yes, you heard that right. If you're looking at it, you see this. This is a high-ranking official in the Chinese Communist Party mocking the U.S. because of COVID and fentanyl deaths. <laughs> Have you ever seen, heard anything with such, such arrogance, such gall? Um, maybe my history is a little fuzzy on this. Can you remind me, where'd COVID come from, Ironhead? Uh, Wuhan lab. Right, it would be Wuhan. Wuhan's in China, right? That is in China, yes. I know it comes over the Mexican border, but where is fentanyl? Where does it originate? Uh, That would also be China. That would also be China. This person, her her, uh, description, her bio says, Assistant Minister of Foreign Affairs, Foreign Ministry Spokesperson, Director General, Information Department, get to know us at MFA China. This is a person speaking for the Chinese government, mocking the U.S. because we had a million dead from COVID, and she has the exact number of the fentanyl deaths. Usually people say over 100,000, or 110, 107,000 took, uh, fentanyl deaths, and she's mocking us. It, it, and, and you know what? You know what the amazing thing is? The only one I might respond to this, maybe, maybe DeSantis, <laughs> Biden will say nothing because he's a coward. He's a squish. He's a pathetic uh, leader. Uh, J, J, whatever, KJP will say nothing. If, I don't even know if you can be asked about it. You'll hear nothing from Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, nothing from Mitt Romney. Their government is mocking us because of people dying of COVID, which they unleashed on the world, and people dying of fentanyl, which they've intentionally sent into this country over the southern border to kill young americans and what do our leaders do sit there and say uh you know a- apple what are you going to do to help the chinese communist party crush this this uprising you know they they'll they do nothing there'll be no price to pay it's just stunning this thing is stunning i should have started with that tweet because it's just mind boggling but
1: uh
0: <laughs> i don't want to get to a couple other things let's do Shay, and then i'm going to get to uh uh, the most uh, outrageous thing that Whole Foods is doing. And I got a question, another question about Sam Britton, you know, the non-binary, no, I'm sorry, gender fluid official in the energy department who got caught stealing women's luggage. This is uh, for you homeowners, and home builders out there. Did you know that Shake Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they'd do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, Or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shea, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass, They take the old steps away. They put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. All right, before we get to an update on Sam Brinton, I want to do this Whole Foods story. It hasn't gotten a lot of play, but there's one thing about it that just won't surprise you to hear. Whole Foods is stopping uh, selling Maine lobster because of pressure from environmental groups and obviously Democrat politicians. They're not going to sell Maine lobster. This is a huge blow. This they have uh, to to the state of Maine to the lobstering industry, huge. Um, hundreds of Whole food stores, no more Maine lobster. And you're saying, oh shit, what? This must be bad. Uh, the the high end grocery giant took lobster from the Gulf of Maine off their menu at their hundreds of stores, citing a pair of substantiability organizations yanking their support for the lobster fishing industry couple of environmental wacko groups, obviously, you know, these people are nuts. They're crazy. They're, they're the people that think the world's going to end in six years. And because of whatever, uh, you know, SUVs or cow farts or whatever, I mean, just people, you know, normal people don't take this seriously. Whole Foods does because they're a super woke company, obviously owned by Jeff Bezos. I go there because I have one right near me and they have great peanut butter and good fruit. So I do go there occasionally, because, you know, it's convenient. Skippy peanut butter. I might have to. I might have to. You might. This is, the, and initially I thought, ah, oh, it's just, you know, Bezos being Bezos. You read this story and you there's one thing missing. They're talking about the environmental group said it's threatening the right whale, which is a rare whale. There's only 340 of them. I don't know how, I don't know who counted left in the world. First of all, who cares? Even if there are none, so what? They're animals. They live. They die. They go extinct. They, it happens. You know, what the, you know what's missing from this story? Any evidence, not even the accusation that the lobstermen have killed any whales. There's no evidence that the lobstermen in Maine have killed any right whales, not one. And they're shutting them down because they're pressure from the environmental groups. These environmental groups are a scourge on this country. They really are. There are people up there, and I've met a few work their ass off getting going out every day. I mean, they get like two, three months a year where it's not freaking freezing cold wind biting, really painful to go out there and, uh, and, uh, do their job, bring these lobsters back so we can enjoy this luxury occasionally of eating lobster. And they're demonizing them because of some whale that's, that's going extinct. Not because of anything they did. They didn't kill the whale. They didn't hurt any whales. I mean, even Janet Mills, that that governor's uh, blasting them, even the Democrats up there are saying this is crazy. It's insane. You, you, you pr- get pressured by these whack job groups. You don't want to deal with them, so you say, okay, no more lobster from Maine. I mean, everything, uh, think, think of this. It just, it, uh, since I was a kid, this always baffled me. So we're doing it. We're not going to sell lobster from Maine because a whale might die. Okay, have you ever been in a Whole Foods Ironhead? Head? Yes. Yeah. You know, they have this whole section. This goes from one, the back wall, all the way to the front. Meat, steak and, and lamb chops and pork chops and hamburger and, and fish. You know, we, we kill animals die. They die for us. We're at the top of the food chain. So if, I mean, you know who else dies? Lobsters. Why don't they stop selling lobsters so the lobsters won't die? Why, why is the right whale so special? Because there's not many of them. So what we didn't kill them. It's just insane. You know, you so you go in there and buy your lamb and your, and your chicken and your beef and your fish. And you say, Oh good. They're not selling lobster. Cause I wouldn't want to hurt a whale to me. I mean, isn't a, a well, <laughs> you're killing cows. You're killing little to make veal. You kill little baby lambs. You'll eat that, but you can't kill a whale. And they're not even killing whales. Uh, it's an infuriating story. If you really want to get pissed off, read, read this. That's a, that's, that a a right, that's a right whale. I'm in Maine all the time. I've never seen one. I don't care if I ever see one, but I see lots of lobsters. I see lots of lobster men and they work hard and they do good, jo- good work. And I occasionally enjoy a, a Maine lobster and I, I don't, I, I'm not get it somewhere else. It's not like you can't get one. But this virtue signal is just sickening.
1: If I'm being honest, this whale looks like it's ready to off himself anyway. So who cares?
0: (laughs) I mean, so what if they, if we never touch one, right? And none of them get, they don't even have nets. Lobstermen don't use nets. They use traps and they reel them up. They don't, um, I don't think those things get caught inside lobster traps. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't even understand this. It's just such. It's just such a silly virtue signal. It'd be great
1: <laughs> if it comes out that lobster fishermen are like taking AK-47s and just shooting them from their boat. We had no idea.
0: And right. I mean, and even if they did, people are out there every day fishing, killing fish, killing sharks. So if a, once in a while a lobster main, I mean, a right whale dies, that's the price of doing business, literally. But uh, anyway, they're not dying. <sighs> anyway, let's finish up with this because... I got a question. We now know this freak, this this degenerate freak in the Biden administration, uh, Sam Britton. We, we've seen, we, we've heard it, he did it. He stole a woman's luggage. And as somebody said, you think it's the first time? He stole it because it excites him. Stealing a strange woman's luggage, putting on her clothes, using her luggage. He ripped off the luggage tag and then he used it in the next three trips he took. Three weeks later, he took a trip. He still was using the woman's luggage and wearing her clothes. That guy is in charge of spent nuclear fuel. He's got a high-ranking position. He boasts that he's in charge of hundreds of people in the federal government and a $45 billion budget. That guy, who also teaches, t- teaches kink at colleges, teaches kink. You never took that his class? Thing is, his thing is to pretend his boyfriends are dogs. They are on a leash with a dog mask, and he walks them. This absolute weirdo, this freak, is, has a big job in the federal government. Do you think he would have had it if he were just a normal guy? No, this is what the Biden administration does. They want weirdos. They, they, because they, 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 in the name of diversity, they say, look at us. We're breaking glass ceilings. Well, now we find out that he's not just a weirdo. He's a thief. He's stealing women's luggage. He's facing charges. He's facing 10 years in prison. All right, let's go around the room. Who thinks he's going to get 10 years in prison? Anybody, anybody Mm -hmm. yesterday in DC, they convicted a bunch of guys of sedition or a couple guys, oath keepers of sedition, just a completely absurd charge. Those guys are going to go to prison for a long time. This guy will not do a day. This is called, I don't know, weirdo privilege in the Biden administration. He was doing this stuff before he got the job. This was on, everybody saw it. He was wearing dresses in public. He bragged about wearing a dress to the white house to talk to Obama about nuclear fuel. And he still got the job. Let me ask you this. You think, you think Marcus Stokes is ever going to be uh, uh, brand, uh, branded tarnished when he goes to get a, or goes to his next college or goes to get a job. Marcus Stokes is a kid, high school kid. He sang a rap song on video. And including a included the n word it was a song popular song he was singing it the video went viral you university of florida rescinded their scholarship we're waiting to see if anybody else will take him on but that's a kid who made that one mistake singing a rap song it will dog him forever even if he gets to another college i mean it will be on his resume in his wikipedia bio forever
1: speaking of dogs this guy
0: is publicly walking guys around on a leash who are wearing leather dog masks and it didn't hinder him for getting a big job in the Uh, diet. I'm just saying, shouldn't that have been a red flag what he does for fun. And they should have said, we really don't want him representing our administration. They didn't because they are under, they are so beholden to the far fringe, crazy radical left that they welcomed him. And what's the result? He's stealing women's luggage and he will not go to prison. Same with, we're going to see this unfold. It's going to be infuriating. If he'll pay a fine, will he lose his job? I mean, if he were just a regular guy stealing luggage, he'd lose his job, but he won't. I don't think he might, but I doubt it. Will he, will he lose the job? Will he go to jail? Will he pay a big fine? I doubt it. Same with Sam Brinkman. Sam Brinkman freed is the biggest financial fraudster in U S history. And last I checked, He was still out there sunning his big fat gut and his big man boobs on the beach in Bahamas. Shut up. He's not, if he were giving money to Republicans, if he weren't greasing every damn Democrat in the country, including Joe Biden, if he weren't sending money to media outlets, he would already be in prison, but he bought himself this, this privilege, this freedom. And he may never go to jail. Bernie Madoff got 150 years, a guy who stole more than Madoff is still walking free in his luxury condo in the uh, in the Bahamas. It's just amazing, the double standard, the two-tier justice system we have. You just can't get enough of those pictures of uh, Sammy, can you? Well, I'm just realizing that he got this red dress from a nice, lovely duffel bag <laughs> in Tulsa. <laughs> I know. You know what? The uh, I heard Jesse uh, Waters saying they're foreying their request. They're trying to get the video because there's video from the Minneapolis uh, airport and the cops of him stealing the luggage and walking out with a woman's, you know, uh, a strange woman's luggage. Again, if it's what he does that turns him, if that's what he does because it turns him on, there's no way it was the first time. No way. He's done it before. And maybe they'll finally have to you know, cut ties with him because he's such a freak, but he got the big job in the department of energy after we knew all that stuff. About him going to colleges and teaching kids kink, I <laughs> can't understand why all right, there's the signal. we gotta wrap it up <laughs> if you haven't noticed. we have a new uh signal when I'm going uh, when I'm going too long. Ironhead pops creepy Joe up there on Nantucket, looking in at the little girls. I couldn't tell whether he was maybe looking in at. That Sam Britton you know, doing a wardrobe change. Uh, yeah, but, he, uh, he just goes like this. You're hired. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll follow that, Sam Britton. I mean, the media hasn't touched it. I, I told you this. ABC, CBS, ABC, CBS, NBC Nightly News, not one of them touched it. A high-ranking member of the Biden administration who whose gender fluid stole a woman's luggage, and they didn't mention it. <laughs> they were too busy talking about... Milo and Nick Fuentes setting up Trump, but uh, that's all Trump's fault. But all right, we'll leave it there. Thanks to everyone for watching and listening. Anything else I had? What I miss? Uh, we just have a bunch of little things. The cop Nothing. getting shot. <laughs> we uh, will leave uh, yeah. it there.
1: Awesome. What? That cop getting shot in Philly, like little things, but we can get to it.
0: Oh yeah, man. Well, maybe we'll get to that tomorrow. Just a cold-blooded assassination attempt on a cop in Philly. I'm just going to guess that guy, Fetterman voter. That's just a guess. I don't know for sure. Venom brought it, but maybe maybe we'll get to that tomorrow. But we will leave it there for today. Thanks again. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.
1: Shaking my head and thinking something
0: ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the
1: Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.